right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, 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 welcome back to Nick's Ticks. This is Nick here, checking in with you guys. Um, got some pretty good show lined up for us, I think. We're going to talk some NFL news. We're going to take a hold on the draft a little bit because I feel like so much is happening in this free agency. Um, there's like four key things that I just want to talk about. I am not alone tonight. I have another guest with me, a familiar face. Big Kyle. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're going to get into it tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about these trades. You know, Antonio, OBJ, Bell to the Jets, Ingram to Baltimore. Just a bunch of different things going on tonight. I think we could make a pretty good show out of it. Uh, so we'll uh, this just be the little intro here. Kyle, again, thank you for joining me. Let's get into it. Um, it's going to be a good show. Let's go. Roll that beautiful theme music. Welcome back. That was the theme music. Uh, Nick, checking back in with you. I got Kyle with me, like I said earlier. Um, let's get right into it. Let's go ahead and hop into uh, Antonio Brown. What do you got for me? Yes, yes, yes. So, A-B to the Raiders, buddy. Not much for the Steelers, though. Yeah, not really a whole lot at all. Um, Pittsburgh's kind of reeling right now. Uh, after, I mean, I think we were 100% sure Bell was going to go, but I part of me was just kind of like hoping that A-B would figure it out. But that did not happen. He was traded to the Raiders for a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and his contract goes, a previous contract was $38 million and he is now set to make $50.125 million over three years. So, the man got paid, that's for sure. Um, got Derek Carr over there, you know, they got rid of Cooper and stuff, so I'm still not 100% sold on the Raiders. I know they've made other moves, you know, they picked up an offensive line after that and stuff too. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 100% sold. Absolutely, man. But you know, the one thing that not a lot of people are talking about is the fact that Gruden was able to do this deal without giving up one of those three first round picks. Yeah. To me, that is big, big deals. Yeah, that's very huge. Um, I feel like there was a lot of doubt. I mean, especially just between me and you just talking about Gruden getting that head coaching job. I like Gruden. I've always been a fan of of John Gruden. Um, I know he's like an old school coach. And oh, I yeah, thought that I when that when he first took that job, um, you know, he came out and said that he wanted to pound the ball and run the ball old school, you know, and then he came out and said that, you know, we, we're we going to establish the run and we might lose some games trying to establish the run. So I, you know, when he came out and said things like that, I was like, you know, I don't know. I feel like the, the league might have passed you by a little bit. Um, but this offseason, uh, he's he's back to no complaints. No complaints. John Gruner's back on top. Yeah, buddy. Absolutely. I mean, John Gruden has absolutely made me eat my words. I thought he was crazy for yep. Cleo Mack, the Amari Cooper thing. But you know what? He's held all three of his picks. He's got a lot of picks left after that. He brought A.B. into the fold with just a third and a fifth. I think I think it's going to be exciting. I really yeah. do. Yep. It'll definitely. I mean, there was like a weird there was like weird chemistry last year with Carr and Gruden. You know, I mean, it was very apparent. I felt like there were several times on live TV where they're arguing or, you know, where, where Gruden just doesn't look happy with him. So I really didn't think, I'll be honest, I really didn't think Derek Carr was going to make it through free agency. Um, Same, man. Honestly, um, myself personally, I still am kind of curious to see if uh, the Raiders are going to use one of these first round picks to snag themselves QB. Yeah, it's uh, there. I mean, they're pretty much set. I can't believe they have three early, early picks. That's really dangerous. I mean, I know that they just, tonight, they just also signed another receiver, Tyrell Williams from San Diego, who will be their uh, vertical threat, you know, big, big tall guy, I think he's like 6'5 or something like that, but he had a pretty decent career with the Chargers, um, you know, Keenan Allen and all them guys are over there, so they're, he just kind of got flashed out a little bit, but, I mean, nonetheless, the Raiders are trying to, 
they're trying to add something for Carr. They're trying to make a little run here. Absolutely, man. I agree 110% with you. I think they're going to do big things, whether they stick with Carr, bring in a new guy. Whatever they do, I think that they're getting the pieces lined up. We're just going to have to see where they fall. It's just going to be those next three years, AB's going to be getting paid. So I'm, I'm looking at this. This $50 million. I don't really know what contract Carr is on. I know that I think two, maybe two years ago, he re-upped on a contract, and I'm pretty sure they paid him as well. So I am more curious. I'm honestly just curious to know how this is going to work. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really – I'm trying to think right now live <laughs> quickly who the running back is. Um I know it was Doug Martin at one point last year. Jalen Richard is still over there. He's more of a pass catcher. So I mean, at some point, I think you got to you're going to have to bring a run game to there. I know that that's probably ideally what Gruden wants to do to take some pressure off old Carr and stuff. Um, but it, nonetheless, it's going to be interesting. I don't really know. I'm not I'm not 100 sold on the Raiders yet. I mean, I know that Antonio Brown is a difference maker, but especially in the NFL, I don't think one player can really make a huge difference, especially on offense when you just limited opportunities. You know, you got to be able to have that quarterback to get you the ball. And I know that's Antonio Brown, so that's probably not hard. Um, but I got to be honest, I don't believe too much in Carr. No, you're right, man. I mean, this isn't basketball. This isn't going to be King James and the Cavaliers right. where one player can take the team yep. all the way. I mean, this is football. It's a different story. It's a different breed. But like you said, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, we're going to – we'll take a break here real fast. We'll, we'll – uh, I'm going to come back. We're going to stay on the Killer Bees. We'll come back with some Le'Veon Bell news. You know, we'll talk about the deal with the Jets and all that good stuff. I've got his numbers as well. He's finally getting a payday, so stick around. Uh, we'll be right back with Nick's Ticks. Stay tuned. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Nick's Tick here. Nick's. Nick's ticks here. This is Nick. That's what I meant to say. Came out right that time. Uh, moving on, we just talked about Antonio Brown's deal, all that good stuff. Let's go on to the second killer bee who has made, I mean, I guess this is probably what everyone was really anticipating. I mean, I think probably AB and Bell were both very, uh, very highly anticipated moves. Um, but because Le'Veon was a free agent, you know that they, they, you know the Steelers were already already lost. We knew the Steelers were not getting him back, so it was just kind of who was gonna it was going to entertain the Le'Veon Bell sweepstakes. Uh, I know that there were um, a lot of talk about where he'd go. I know we had our own preferences of where we'd like to go. Um, you know, we spoke yesterday. I really, really, really thought that uh, he would be awesome with Baltimore. And I just think that when we talked, you know, with Lamar Jackson and then turning that whole organization and offense into a running offense, I figured he would be so perfect for that for that void. But that did not happen. Le'Veon Bell ended up signing with the Jets for a he. This is this is what this is what he was after. He originally was making. I can't remember what they said he was making, but his contract now is thirty-five million guaranteed for. So it's over four years, fifty-two million dollars. 35 million guaranteed. I think I even read that with incentives, he's got upwards to 61 million incentives. So it's what he could make over those four years. Yeah, buddy. But see, to me, uh, the question is, is was it the right move for him? I mean, this is a guy that was arguably the best running back in the league. And now he's going to be at a team that has no chance of going anywhere. He's going to be a backdrop. I mean, was this really the right move for this man? I mean, sure, he got paid. He's got his paper. But was it worth sitting a year to go to that type of a team? Yeah, I don't. I just don't think the NFL is not like the MLB or the M- NBA as far as just like missing games. I mean, like the 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 live action is so 
you can't you can't not even practices like live hard practices full pads and stuff you can't even simulate what a real game would be like so I feel like as talented as he is he's my favorite I mean like I think I still think even though he missed out a season he's still the best running back in the league I know there's Saquon I know there's uh, Zeke I know there's uh, you know other guys too but I really think that Le'Veon just has it all so nonetheless I mean the Jets got what they were looking for absolutely I just don't know Sam Darnold's over there. This will be his second year. You know what I mean? So that, you know, you're taking a little pressure off him, which is nice. But, I mean, it didn't really... Sam Darnold was kind of hurt a little bit, so we really don't even really know what he's bringing to the table. Yeah, absolutely. But I'll tell you what, buddy. And I'm going to call it now. Bell is going to run into a brick wall because the offensive line is yeah. nothing like what he was used to with Steelers. No, I mean, like, and there, there was even... We were talking the other day, and, and I'm pretty sure that... Uh, this was like two years ago, whatever. But I mean, he had a huge year. I mean, the last three years that he's actually played have been absolutely monstrous. But I'm pretty sure, like after he had like a huge game, or whatever, he bought his whole offensive line in Pittsburgh like watches and laptops and stuff. So it's not like he's, you know, what I mean, like he's used to that offensive line was built for him. So I mean, like he's definitely going to come to a rude awakening going to the Jets. I mean, like there's, there's, I'm not exactly sure who was all in their division right now, but the Jets still grabbing him. I think the Jets are still rebuilding. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, this is going to be one of those things where in a year or two, we may see something special, but I mean, he's an aging Le'Veon Bell. Saquon and names like Saquon, you know, uh, Chubb, um, the boy, uh, Gurley from the Rams. Yep. I mean, yep. all these younger guys, the ones with the finesse plays and stuff, they're going to end up taking over the league. Yeah, and absolutely. I just, I just don't know if this was the right move for Bell. I feel like he was a better shot, like you said, with the Ravens having a real contender mm-hmm. and playoff team last year, yeah, yeah, actually going for it. Now he's just going to collect that paper, sit on the sideline, and watch everybody else in the playoffs. Yeah, I. Uh, it's not enough. He's not enough. I really believe that. I mean, I know how how good he is, but he's not enough. He's not enough for the Jets. I don't even really. I'm not even 100 sure what kind of offensive line they have. I'm not sold on it. I don't think it... I mean, like, I know... Of course, it's going to help him. You know, they're all, they're obviously happy to have him and whatnot. He'll have some good games. Um, I think that. But I was telling you last night, I can see a couple of things happening. So, I can see him um, being overused to where teams know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because there's really... I'm, I, I can't even think... Uh, Roby Anderson is the only receiver over there that I know that's worth a damn that I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? Not that they... And I think Austin Severian Jenkins, the tight end, is over there too. But I mean, like, he's only good in red zone. So, I mean, like, I can see them overusing him so much to the point where it just doesn't work. Oh, you know, yes. where, where, oh, yeah. where, where defenses just know what's happening. I mean, it's, it's Le'Veon Bell. I mean, he's right. he's so good in space. I mean, he he's going to get his, uh, but I think he will... He's going to find out what, like, a a bell cow really is. You know, I think he's going to have to get like 25 to 30 carries to, to be productive. I think he's going to need 10 to 15 catches to, to make, to make any type of impact. I really do. I mean, I, I just don't think the jets have enough to, to make that run. And so I either, I either see him being stopped, you know, defense is keying on him or I can see an injury. I mean, I hate to say that because, you know, he's been extremely healthy or whatever, most of his career, and he's just so, you know, I mean, he's so patient. He's such a patient runner and stuff. I'd hate for anything to happen to his knees or anything like that. But, I mean, at the same time, like, when defenses know what you're bringing to the table, I mean, they're going to key on it. They're going to key on it, absolutely. Well, i tell you what, all you Knicks Ticks listeners, you know, the one thing that we can all breathe a big sigh of relief on is yeah. Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets is no longer a threat to any of your teams. Hello, AFC! <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's, uh, that's something we can all be extremely proud of. I, uh... We haven't had too many run-ins with him with the Packers anyways, but that's not that I want any of those meetings anyways. So that's one thing we can be happy about. I mean, nonetheless, he's getting his paper, so... And he's not... I mean, 
to be honest, I'm happy he's back in the league. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want someone with talent like that just sitting out trying to mean, I mean, I think he was extremely selfish how he went about this. But, uh, you know, I mean, it is, you are your own GM in the NFL. You know what I mean? You are your own walking boss. You got you know what's best for your future and you got to do what you got to do. And I think Absolutely. Le'Veon is just a part of this new breed of players that are just, they need to be able to make sure that they're set before other things. You know what I mean? It's, Absolutely. It's, it's kind of just, it's, it's difficult. I mean, cause that's how AB is too. So, I mean, like it's. Yeah. You reap what you sow, man. Yeah. And you know what? He, he wanted a big contract. He didn't really care as much about sticking with a team that was going to be a contender obviously leaving both of the bees back in uh Steelers now that one of them is also gone yep to the Raiders and he got his money and that's what he cared about yep yep so I mean that's and that's I mean you can't really say anything else because it's truly what he was just what he's been chasing for this whole year like it's been longer than a year he's he sat out a season but it's been longer than a year oh yeah since he's been out I know that he say he's been working out and stuff but like I said I don't know man it's I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to see him on the field I'm gonna have to see him get at least you know, I just don't know. I'm not even 100% sure what kind of offense they're going to run. They're going to run a vertical offense. They're going to switch to power run because then that's going to take some time for him to fall into that playbook and all that stuff too. I don't know. I, I have my doubts. Tell you what, buddy. He couldn't have come in at a worse time too now that we have a draft that's going to arguably have some of the best edge rushers in the league yep. that are going to absolutely truck him. Yeah, it's he'll struggle. I mean, maybe not. I mean... Yeah, right? he, I mean, he could come out. Wrong. Yeah, he absolutely could. I mean, <laughs> he's that good. Like, so I, I say all this being a doubting Thomas, but in the back of my mind, I know exactly what he's capable of. I, I Didn't I text you last night saying that he right now holds the record for yards per scrimmage over yeah. Jim Brown, OJ Simpson, and there was someone else. I mean, those numbers, you just don't get those numbers, yeah, especially lie. yards from scrimmage. That's the that's like the yard of scrimmage line. That's, the, that's like the ground zero, basically. So for mm-hmm. him to have that record over those two guys who, by the way, never took a year off and chased <laughs> contract money or anything like that. So... I mean, if he can bounce back after sitting out a year, dude, there's, I, I don't know. He's going to have to work for it, though. Definitely going to have to work. Absolutely. All right. Good segment. Uh, we'll take a break. No, take another short break here. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk maybe some OBJ a little bit to the Browns. We'll We'll pick your brain on that, see how you feel. So stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Yeah, buddy. I don't know about you, but the Giants are dumbasses. Oh, welcome back. <laughs> Thank you for leading us into that transition, Kyle. As uh, the next, no. uh, we're going <laughs> to keep all that, Sean. <laughs> we're going to dive right into uh, this uh, OBJ trade since that was kind of what like shocked the, the universe yesterday. That happened yesterday, right? Yeah, that did it happen did. yesterday. And one thing I would like to say is the OBJ trade crashed Bleacher Report. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 no. It really did. Like, you, you couldn't open the app for like 20 minutes. <laughs> so, uh, let's let's get into it. Um, it's a huge trade. Uh, let's, I guess I'll just kind of like give the background of like how I, I guess, how I perceive it. So, he was traded for, um, what was it? It was a I know Jabril Peppers was involved in that. Oh, gosh, why can't I remember this now? Wasn't it a, uh, it was a third of six and Peppers, right? Something like that. I Honestly, it was not enough. They're still dumbass. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but, so I mean, like, and so I guess Jabril Peppers, he was drafted uh, a couple years ago. I mean, like, I know he was like a big, a big player coming out of the draft and stuff like that, but I guess just never really lived up to the potential. potential. But I mean, like the Browns, before they got Baker, let's not forget, the Browns were 
doing nothing but taking like the first three picks in the draft for like the last three years and have done nothing but just taking the best defensive players. So Miles Jack is over there. Jabril Peppers is over there. Um, or someone else too, I can't remember. But, uh, you know, so I mean, like they've just been doing nothing but just building through the draft, trying to get these pieces. So they drafted Baker and the Browns had a great season last year. Extremely surprising. Uh, they signed Jarvis. They brought Tyrod Taylor in as a backup. They got old Chubb. Yeah, Nick Chubb is a, is a rookie who was just pleasantly surprising. Um, Who's that tied into theirs? Uh, David Njoku. Yes. yes. Very athletic. Very athletic. So that helps a lot as well. And Antonio Callaway is over there. A good rookie. Had a pretty decent season last year. Um, did I already mention Jarvis? I love Jarvis Landry. I love Jarvis Landry. Um, yes, you do. Fun fact. OBJ and Jarvis went to the same college of LSU. They are legitimate, like, best friends in real life. So that, to me, just makes me very happy. I like that OBJ is going to go play with his best friend and really to what people think to a contending Browns now. Oh, dude, absolutely. I mean, as far as paper goes, the Browns have the most solid offense that we've seen, hands down. I mean, this was the Rams' beginning last year all the weapons on the field except they have more weapons than the browns did they have more weapons than the chiefs did and i but personally i just i don't get it i mean they were so locked in on having haskins they have um saquon barkley they have Shepard. they had the pieces they were going to get into it evan ingram's good tight end yeah absolutely i it's i don't know so they still have that seventh pick right i'm pretty sure they still have that seventh pick so I mean, I, at this, I mean, if you, if I, I, mean, I have to take Haskins, I have to take Haskins. If I'm, if I'm, if I just grabbed, yeah, if I just got rid of OBJ, I have to take a quarterback because you won't make it with a with a struggling Eli, and you don't even have a good, you don't even have a clear cut number one receiver over there anymore. Yeah, you just traded away the farm other than Saquon, and I mean, where does that leave Saquon? I mean, to me, if you don't build now, you're gonna lose him yeah. off his rookie yeah, contract. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's. He's, he's, and I think, I think I, I like Saquon's like style. You know, he's a quiet guy. He's humble. So I like that a lot for as talented as he is. And he gives me a vibe of like a, a good loyalty vibe. You know what I mean? So he, he, to me, he seems like a type of person that would maybe just believe in his franchise and hope that they'd build around him. Um, but it certainly does not look like it <laughs> right no, absolutely, now. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. You know, um, and one thing that people cannot ignore was. The amount of times Bleacher Report reported Shepard on the sideline getting into fistfights with um, equipment on the sideline being so upset, and the one man that tried calming him down was OBJ. Yep. Where does that leave Shepard now that OBJ is no longer on the team? Yep. It was OBJ fighting the Nets. Oh, was it? <laughs> and Sterling, yeah, OBJ got oh, into and, uh, and a couple altercations with the uh, the field goal net. That's I believe right. he lost round one. <laughs> They made up for it. I think like there was like one game where he like went and like made love to the net or whatever. So, um, yeah, Rest I mean, in peace, Giants <laughs> fans, man. yeah, it's it's gonna be really interesting. I mean, I think that they this is coming into Saquon's second year. You know, he is experienced, so they will have to ride him. I truly, I mean, I like Sterling Shepard, and I know Sterling Shepard is a good receiver, but he's not a number one. He, he doesn't don't even have the body to be a number one truly. And I, I mean, I don't I don't mean to be like down and playing him or whatever because I know that he had a really good year I mean like and you know and I think obviously you wouldn't give the the third best receiver in the entire league away if you didn't think that you had something you know what I mean like so but you're gonna have to add something I don't know I mean yeah that's Metcalf the the I can't even remember his name yeah C- yeah uh Metcalf, I yeah, I, Dang his, it, uh, it's like CJ Metcalf or something like that. DJ Metcalf, I think that might be. What, I don't know, but so I mean, like you, you're gonna grab him, that's fine, but you'll have to 
develop him. I mean, I know he is a freak of nature coming out of the draft, but I've just heard he doesn't run real good routes. I mean, he's just very athletic. Like, you know what I mean? And he's one yeah, percent body fat. He's a bigger. He's a bigger uh, Julio Jones. Yeah. You know the problem is you either you get Metcalf and you stick with dumbfounded, ignorant-looking face Eli, or you scrap Eli, get Haskins, and have him throw to nobody. And to me, this is the problem: is every team knows you have one player that is a primary go-to. And yep. this is my biggest issue with Bell, too. Any team that stacks against the Jets now is going to be looking at Bell. Yep. Any team that looks at the Giants is going to be eyeing Saquon. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And I think that, I mean, the Giants are struggling offensive anyways last year. You know what I mean? Like, that offensive line is absolutely crumbling. Mm-hmm. I think they made a trade, they made a deal uh, earlier this year, I think, where they got an offensive lineman. So they're kind of like trying... I think they're trying to build it, but public enemy number one is that offensive line. And they, if they, if you watch the Giants game yesterday or yesterday, yeah, yesterday, uh, <laughs> last season, like I mean, like Collinsworth all and all those guys were all talking. You have to start with that offensive line, and that's not a quick fix. There's no. not free agents of offensive linemen out there that you can just up and grab and completely replenish that. It doesn't happen like that in the draft either. I mean, like so, that's honestly, you know, truly, I think. Building or rebuilding an offensive line is probably the most difficult thing to do as far as free agency in the NFL. I think an offensive line is you have to have somebody who... I don't even know. There's just so much stuff that go into it. It's linemen are just... Linemen are just... They're just very weird in the NFL. But I think that it is so much harder to get a good, consistent offensive line that meshes well with everybody and your quarterback and your running back and your tight ends and your coach than it is to like bring in like a defensive line and stuff like that. No, absolutely. Once linemen are in, they're usually there for quite a while. Yeah. I mean, they become one with the team. They're some of the higher, highest paid players, and they're there to protect the quarterback. Obviously, they weren't doing that for Eli. No. But I tell you what, man, it's just it's going to be a consistent rebuilding year. And I'll be honest, I think by the time they get all the chips built up and the pieces in place, they're going to lose Saquon unless something major happens. Three years. But, yeah, no, absolutely. Yep. And, I mean – I don't think it's going to change bringing in a rookie quarterback. I, I don't think either. they're going to bring him in and give him nothing to look at other than Saquon. Yep. I mean, I like Dwayne Haskins a lot. I really do. I think he's talented enough. I loved him. Even I love. I mean, I, we, I think we even talked about this in the draft segment. I absolutely loved the idea of him going to the Giants with Odell and Saquon. I loved yeah. it so much. That had him so set up perfectly for a great rookie year. Rookie year. And I even said that if Dwayne goes to the Giants with Odell and Saquon, he has a better rookie year than Kyler. I really, really do believe that. I do. Oh, I think he he's just so much better set up to throw. You know what I mean? Like, Kyler, people are going to figure out. Kyler's a mystery right now. He's not giving out a whole lot of information on his intangibles and stuff, so I think Dwayne was the better, was the best quarterback coming out. Behind him um, is Drew a very, Lock. yeah, yeah, very, very close. I like the Drew Locke, man. He's climbing up the, the charts, too, so I mean, that's another guy to keep a lookout, too, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, I, you can't you can't keep Eli in. I, Eli has just he's lost more than a step. <laughs> he's lost three or four of them, um, and he just looks terrified out there. That's what this just I, he just does. I mean, he's got that buh face, anyways. But I mean, like add a little like tear to it and like a scared face, you know. And he just you got to feel bad for him because I mean, like he's just he's out there scrambling. You know what I mean? Not scrambling. He's not athletic at all. But I mean, like mentally, you could just tell he is just so frustrated with it. And I mean, like Eli is. He's no Peyton. He never was Peyton. He was never, you know what I mean? Like, he's not even as good as Big Ben. I, I would honestly put Flacco over Eli, and that's just me. I mean, that oh, could yeah. be a little weird, but, I mean, Eli has never been that, like, super, super-duper talented quarterback, and now that they've lost their big key, I think you're going to find that out. I think you'll find out that the Giants are going to need some help 
quickly. Yeah, Eli is a carrier quarterback. He is a quarterback that has won Super Bowls off the backs of the rest of his team. Yeah, absolutely. Off the defense that one year when they beat the Patriots. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to bring up a sore subject. Ooh, burns a little <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was a good segment. Yeah, so OBJ to the Browns. Uh, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on them being contenders yet. I, I think you got to come in. you got to get the machine oiled first. got to see how they're going to work. I think that there is such a thing as having too many pieces. Um... I think that's kind of what happened to the Rams for me. You know, golf just got like really complacent and then the Rams are a different story. But I still think the Browns, yes, this is a huge, I love Baker Mayfield. I still think Patty Mahomes is better. I still think the Chiefs have a better offense um, minus the running game. Um, But we'll see. Browns, I mean, you know, this certainly does help. You've got two Basically, all pro receivers over there. Pretty much, they're they. I think Jarvis has been an all pro before. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like, and he, you know, there's two two difference. Like, OBJ could be like the vertical and just the all around go to guy, and Jarvis is a little shorter. So I mean, he'll play the slot a lot. You know, so I mean, like, and Jarvis is always even when he was in Miami. I mean, he had like 14, 15 catches, targets a game. So I mean, if nothing else, he can just be a big target hog, takes the pressure off OBJ, and I think OBJ thrives in this offense. I really do, especially with Baker. Baker and him remind me a lot of. A lot of each other as far as like their personalities and go. They're both very passionate, very mouthy at times. So I think I think that plays to their advantage. Oh yeah, absolutely. The uh, locker room is going to be hype. Yep, I'm actually it's very excited. I think that OBJ and Jarvis, as stylish as they are, I'm excited to see them in that nasty orange and brown. But they'll make it work. I'm sure they will. So we'll all right. We'll move on. We'll take a break here. We'll get, we'll get to this last little segment here. That was a good segment. That was a long segment there talking about. OBJ to the Browns. Well, Giants well deserved because he <laughs> Giants are still dumbasses. We're gonna end on that. Mark Ingram to Baltimore. Holy hell! Is exactly what I thought when I first found out about this. I'm happy for him. I love Mark Ingram. I've loved Mark Ingram since he was in Alabama. You know, I watched a little side note. When he was first drafted, uh, I mean, he had that unbelievable career. He was Heisman, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Uh, when he, like, they did a, there was, like, this This show was called Sports Science. It was on ESPN. So, like, they test players, like, your explosiveness, what, like, what, like, they compare it to, like, and, and either way. Like, he was just so ridiculously explosive. I'm pretty sure that his, like, first step, like, his first cut, like, his first powerful step was the equivalent to, like, the, the the pulling power of a school bus like yeah. they they combined like they tested that I don't know how they figured that out or whatever but whatever it was like his his first push off power so his first explosive step was that of the pulling power of a school bus I don't know if school buses can pull a lot but the motherfuckers are big <laughs> so Absolutely. that right there is crazy hell yeah man and you know what this is the I like this more than I like Le'Veon Bell yeah absolutely he's gonna come without the drama with all the heart. And he's playing for a lot less money. I mean, how much did he get? He got he signed for three years, fifteen million. Yeah, so I mean, to me, this is a steal. I don't know if Ingram decided to take a pay cut to come over there, but yep. they got one hell of a running back for that amount of money, and this is going to set them up. Yeah, absolutely. So, how I why I thought Bell was going to be so good with Baltimore is because last year they turned Baltimore turned into a power run offense with Lamar Jackson, and they had Gus Edwards as a rookie. Um, I think Alex, Alec Collins was there for a little bit. Things happened with him. But, I mean, they were they were a playoff team doing that. You know what I mean? Like, they shut Flacco down. Lamar came in. And the thing about Baltimore to me is they always have a good defense. Always, always a good stout defense. So, I mean, like, 
in, with teams like this, you can transition into a different offense as opposed to, because, I mean, it goes without saying Joe Flacco is a vertical quarterback. So I think that Baltimore, for his first couple years or whatever, just been big passing people, you know, a big, big oh, yeah. passing offense. So they never really had that good running back. They, they never needed it, you know, because Flacco's just got a big arm and they've always had some speed demons, you know, that can play uh, on, on wide threats and stuff. So I think that this this transition helps Lamar Jackson the most because come at a better time yeah oh, no, you're absolutely right because I, I mean Ingram is so mean when he runs like he is just so powerful and really there there were Gus Edwards the rookie last year is a big guy very very well built and there were times where he had like 35 carries a game you know what I mean for like 90 yards and a tour and a score that's a workload that's that's a workload you know you're not real real productive as far as yards go but you're getting the touches and you're getting the goal line work so I think Ingram will be able to handle all of that that will help Lamar so much. I really think this is this is going to Baltimore will be another playoff team this year because of it. Um, and I can see Ingram going over a thousand yards. I really can. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, they arguably. I mean, uh, Colin Scott is now out of the league yep. with the gun and the gun charges and the marijuana charges. Bang bang. So yeah, dude. Now they got Ingram. They upped their game immensely for not very much money. Yeah. And they're going to run all over it. And like I said, I love this way more than I liked it with Bell. Yeah. Only because it's not the extra drama and they got him for so cheap. Yeah. And I mean, the thing, like, so Lamar Jackson, he's not like a real, like real cocky guy, but he's confident. You know what I mean? He's very athletic and like he believes in his skills. So I think that when he was first drafted out of Louisville, you know, he, he, he was kind of doubted. You know, I remember at one point at the at the draft, they wanted him to run routes as a receiver. And he was like, no, I'm a quarterback. You know what I mean? So, like, he believes in his skill, and I think that's what really helps him because he's been doubted as a runner. You know what I mean? You can't just be just a running quarterback in the NFL. That doesn't work. Well, obviously it does because they're a playoff team, and they will be again next year with an even better running game. Like, this only helps that power run offense. Like, I mean, it... it you, I don't think Ingram is a great pass catcher, but I mean, hey, you, you've, got, you've got other little backs you can spell in and stuff like that. But, I mean, Ingram is very, very easily a three down back very easily and four downs too. I mean, fourth and one, fourth and two, I'm giving that ball to him. No problem. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, Ingram is the definition of an Alabama born and bred through football player. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Ingram is the best player to ever come out of Alabama he is so in the stacked. last several years. He is so stacked. I would put him, uh, it's Julio and Ingram for me. No, yeah. no contest. Oh yeah. Yep. And that's, that's crazy too, because Alabama sends like four linemen, a year to the draft and they're you know they're very good too like I know those linemen always get paid well but um yeah Ingram to me was just there was just nothing I never watched anything like Ingram in college football and just you know there was like Lacey coming out and there's a bunch of other people out there but nothing nothing ever comes close to Ingram and I'm I am sad for him because I know he was drafted to the Saints and I know he loves Nola, you know what I mean? Like him and Kamara had a great relationship and they're already, I know that uh, after the deal was signed, whatever, Kamara tweeted him on Twitter and was like, you know, with money like that, I need to pay my rent. So in case Kamara's <laughs> over there blowing everybody out of the water on a rookie contract, he's probably making like $8 a minute or something like that and Ingram's over here getting paid. But I mean, Kamara, his time will come. I mean, obviously there's a reason they got Ingram out of there because Kamara is the total package, really. I mean, so it, as sad as I am to see him go because I know he loved it, um, he's a passionate player, so I think that if he can go to Baltimore, you know, and that's Terrell Suggs, that's Ray Lewis. If you want to talk about emotion, that's the <laughs> that's the perfect franchise you're going to go to. So I like that, you know, like after games, Ingram and Kamara would wear the masks, and they they have this little like savage oh, yeah. group, is what they say. And I can honestly think I can see Ingram 
like working up Lamar Jackson like that, you know, after a big win or a big run or something like that, where like I can honestly see both of them having like a hundred yard games. <laughs> you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I think that, you know, like interviews in the locker room, I think that you like Ingram, someone like that with good production can really, really like make your quarterback feel good, kind of bring Lamar out of his shell a little bit. And I just think it's an overall positive move entirely. No, definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the one big thing, too, with Ingram is this is going to be where he's really going to set himself apart. Yeah. This is where he's not going to be known as the other guy on the Saints with Kamara taking a lot of that action from him. I mean, he is going to make himself a true running back, his own man with this new uh, team. And like you said, he's going to hype this team up immensely. I really do think so. I, I, he's he's as good as he is and as passionate as he is, he's like goofy, and I think that's mm-hmm. perfect. I, I just think it, he he's very serious when he needs to be, and he's goofy when he don't when he when he needs to be. And I think Ingram helps this team so much, so like much. You said he just looks so savage with the with the blacked out visor. Yeah, he I love is. It. Yeah, it is. It, so I mean, like I, it's for me. I, you know, I hate and because he was drafted to the Saints and he had I think he I think his like first year. He might not have had a thousand yards, but I think he was close. But mm-hmm. he just didn't get, you know. I mean, it was, that's that was three, four years, three, four, five, maybe more than that years ago. So that's oh, yeah. a younger Drew Brees. So I mean, you understand, you've got to let Drew fire the ball. And I don't think Michael Thomas was there yet, but there was, you know, they had like Marcus Colston, and there were other good, good receivers that right. you know they played to. So I mean, like that was, I don't. I don't think they won a Super Bowl in the Ingram era, but it was like just just out of that. So they kind of took a little bit of rebuilding. So he didn't really get. I don't think as good of an opportunity as what he was uh, coming out of Alabama. You know, I think he kind of, I don't think he was considered as a bust because, I mean, he's still productive, so that's not a bust in my eyes. But I think that when Kamara came in, they, you know, he could just do it all. So I think that you got to figure something out. You know what I mean? Do we pay Ingram $15 million and then in another year, do we pay Kamara the exact same thing or more? I mean, Kamara's probably going to be looking for a payday. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's probably what they ran into. So I get it. I just really hate to see him go the place that he was drafted. I know he loved it a lot, but. He's not. He couldn't have gone to a better place, truly. Yeah, he's gonna rise and shine, man. And you know what? He's he's not only just coming with himself, but he's also coming with that Saban knowledge and that Sean Payton knowledge. Yeah, and he's gonna bring all of that to this new team. You can't say enough about Sean Payton either. He's a no. freaking offensive genius. Well, wasn't it the year that uh, Katrina happened that he even did like sixty grand of his own I think money so, yeah. to help bring somebody into the yeah. team? Yep, yeah. I think so. Yeah. So, I mean, I like that Saints organization. Breeze is like one of my favorite. All time, but no, I know you love him. They lose a good one, but he's—I mean, you know—you. It's nothing like Bell to the Jets and stuff like that. I'm actually very positive about this trade. I think good things will not trade, just 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 signing. But I think that great things are in store for the Baltimore Ravens, 100%. Absolutely. Yep. So that's all. That's I got the Ingram. We got that's all four. That's all four of the things I want to talk to you tonight. Um, I thought we had a good show. Let's uh. Let's take a break here. We'll come back. We'll put like a little outro together for you guys. We'll kind of wrap things up and we'll call tonight. Sound good? Sounds great. All right, man. Well, I tell you what, man, we got a lot covered tonight. We yeah. got AB to the Raiders, OBJ to the Browns, mm. Bell to the Jets, oh. Ingram to Baltimore. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good, good content tonight. Uh, thank you for joining me. It was a good time. I thought we had these are really the only four that I want to talk about. The only four big deals that I think are really going to make the most impact. And I might, you know, there's a few others. There's a few others here and there that will that will um, 
arise and make differences too. But I just think these are the two that are most watched. Of course, Le'Veon sweepstakes been going on for what feels like three years now because he hasn't been happy since since all that. So that's finally come to an end so we can all breathe a sigh of relief. Everyone needs to refresh your Bleacher Report apps because I promise it'll work now. <laughs> that's all I got. I think it was a good show tonight, man. Absolutely, dude. Right. Thanks again for having me on. Yeah, of course. Uh, we'll do it again uh, sometime shortly. Maybe we get these draft ticks out. I feel like we, we took a break from the draft because so much stuff is happening in free agency and stuff like that. And, I mean, honestly, now it's things are going to be kind of a toss-up now. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, dude. I'd like to get a little closer, maybe like a week or so from the draft. That way, I know free agency, these these players aren't going to be leaving and, and all that good stuff. But we'll get it out. We'll knock it out for sure. We'll get you guys what you need. You want to give a quick shout out to Chris Collinsworth because he's on my mind and I like him a lot. So if Chris Collinsworth is listening, I love you. <laughs> so you know, I mean, maybe one day I'll, maybe one day he'll see this episode. But nonetheless, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Kyle. It was a blast. This is Nick with Nick's Ticks. Kyle with Sports with Kyle, who's now going by the alias of Big Kyle. Big Kyle. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll have some more segments out for you sometime soon. Love you guys. Have a good night. <laughs>